Today in this podcast, we'll talk about the sweet sorghum research and development at our institute, Nimkar Agriculture Research Institute. Sweet sorghum is a multi-purpose crop. It produces food, grain from its ear head, sugary juice from its stem, which can be made into a stable syrup or after fermentation it can be converted into ethanol. The syrup is rich in calcium and nicotinic acid in addition to some other nutrients and can be a substitute for honey. The fermented juice to produce ethanol can be used for so many things and the bagasse and leaves make excellent fodder for animals. There is no other crop which produces food, fuel and fodder from the same piece of land. Sweet sorghum was introduced into India by our institute, the Nimkar Agriculture Institute in the early 1970s. We are very proud of that fact and feel that we are the pioneers of sweet sorghum in India. Cultivars developed by the US Sugar Crops Field Station at Meridian, Mississippi, Texas Agriculture Experimental Station at Veslaco and Georgia Agriculture Experimental Station at Griffin, Georgia were brought to our institute during the early 1970s. Their major drawbacks, however, were greater susceptibility to pests and disease than the normally cultivated grain fodder sorghums in India, photothermosensitivity, poor seed quality for human consumption, as well as low seed yield and late maturity. The seed was red in color and hence could not be consumed by humans. Keeping these shortcomings in mind, a breeding program was carried out in the early 1970s, late 1970s to minimize these uh, negative points. As a result, we were successful in producing relatively early lines yielding about 50 tons of stripped stocks per hectare per season throughout the year. The lines were photothermo insensitive and produced medium to bold sized grain with pearly white color. This was basically achieved by crossing the American lines with the Maldandi, which is a local um, uh, variety in Maharashtra as a pollinator. Nari started this program to produce high yielding varieties of sweet sorghum for ethanol production in the early 1980s and developed an excellent hybrid called Madura. Consequently, one of the largest programs on sweet sorghum in the world was set up at an NARI in late 1980s. Since then, we have developed two other varieties, Madura 2 and Madura 3, to be grown in different seasons. Ethanol from sweet sorghum for cooking and lighting was the main development program of our institute in early 1980s. So that uh, this program was initiated to replace kerosene as a cooking and lighting fuel in rural households. And thus the world's first solar pilot plant to produce ethanol from sweet sorghum was set up at NARI in 1985. The ethanol was used in specially designed lanterns for lighting and stores for cooking. In the 1980s, there were no takers for ethanol as an automobile fuel and this also affected the spread of ethanol for cooking and lighting 
since it was a very novel thing. Today, large-scale efforts are underway all around the world on the use of ethanol for cooking. And we are very proud to say that because of our efforts, this program took off. There are guesstimates, though the numbers cannot be confirmed, that China has close to 4 million ethanol stores and Madagascar is shooting for the production of 100,000 ethanol stores per year in the coming decade. Similarly, other countries like Kenya, Nigeria, Ethiopia, Ghana, Haiti, etc. are embarking on major programs for using ethanol as a cooking fuel in rural households. In quite a number of these national programs, the fuels used is a mixture of ethanol and methanol. Ethanol is produced from plant-based materials like sugarcane, sweet sorghum, corn or any other starch or sugar producing plants, while methanol can be produced from natural gas, coal or via biomass gasification. Since India has a good supply of natural gas, Niti Aayog is pushing for national program of methanol as a substitute for diesel or gasoline for transportation purposes. There is however no program presently for its use as a cooking fuel in rural households. Also in all these programs of the world over, the alcohol concentration used in the stores is between 90 to 95% on volume basis. Alcohol at such concentrations is a very flammable, inflammable and has high chances of creating kitchen fires and accidents. Its flash point uh, is approximately 17 degrees Celsius. In fact, the lower the flash point is, the more the dangerous is a fuel for kitchen use. Whereas for diesel and kerosene, this flash point is more than 50 degrees Celsius and hence it is safe for use as a kitchen fuel. This was the reason why Nari's pioneering work in 1980s was based on the use of 50% concentration of alcohol water mixture in stores. Another reason why we went for 50% concentration of alcohol water mixture was it could be easily distilled in rural stills from any fermentable solution. This mixture with a higher flash point resulted in a safe fuel for cooking. Consequently, Nari developed land stove, which is a combination of a lantern come stove running on low concentration ethanol for which it received the prestigious Globe Forum Award in Stockholm, Sweden at the hands of Princess Victoria, the future Queen of Sweden. One of the other awardees in the same um, uh, session was Tesla Motors and we were the only NGO to be given this award for our pioneering work on using low concentration ethanol for cooking and lighting. However, India's archaic excise laws nipped this program in the bud despite its international success. The existing excise laws do not allow use and storage of ethanol for household purposes. Also, ethanol is a very high quality fuel derived from land-based plant material. This puts a pressure on the land. In food versus fuel debate, it is imperative to look at multi-purpose crops like sweet sorghum which provide food, fuel and fodder from the same piece of land. In any national program on ethanol, every country will have to decide on how much land is to be allotted for fuel production. In extreme cases where very little land will be available for producing food, what is the point of growing fuel for cooking? Ethanol is an excellent material for chemicals feedstock and is used in pharmaceutical, 
perfumery and other chemical industries. Burning it either in cook stoves or automobiles is a waste of precious high quality chemical. Besides, there are issues of drinking it. Large number of deaths in villages in India take place every year from drinking illicitly distilled alcohol. For cooking needs of rural poor, the cost of ethanol becomes very important. Since it is produced from plant-based material, farmers should get adequate remuneration for, for it. Most of the ethanol produced in India is from molasses, which is a byproduct of sugar industry. That is the reason, reason why ethanol prices are low. Even at that low price, the government of India pur purchases ethanol from local distilleries as rupees 60 per litre. If it is produced directly from sugar-based plant material, the ethanol price will double or triple and will be costlier than diesel and kerosene. In US, the alcohol is produced from corn and the corn farmers are heavily subsidized by US government with subsidies reaching almost 60% of the total cost of alcohol produced. That is why farmers can afford to produce corn for alcohol production. In fact, any farmer with this type of subsidy in the world will produce alcohol with such heavy subsidies. Besides putting a heavy burden on finances of a country, the subsidies also put pressures on the land since it must be diverted from food production. For countries like US and those in Latin America where land is plentiful, this strategy might work. However, for countries like China and India and those in Africa, the use of precious agricultural land for producing alcohol is not feasible and advisable. The government of India nevertheless is accelerating this program on the use of ethanol as a substitute for petrol. This push is coming because of two reasons. One that our oil bill is continuously increasing and the other is the country's surplus sugar has no demand in the export market because of its poor quality and high cost. Thus, ethanol production by sugar industry is being pushed again. Besides, Government of India is also encouraging the use of other sources of sugar from which ethanol could be produced. This is the poor uh, crops or the poor uh, grains and uh, also they are looking for sweet sorghum as one such source. I believe that the ethanol is also not suitable for automobiles. And I feel that the running automobiles on ethanol is a total waste of high quality fuel. The automobile is an extremely inefficient mobility device. Its efficiency is merely 2%. The total amount and the 2% is, uh, is calculated as follows. The total amount of energy used in transporting a body over a certain distance at a certain speed divided by the energy of input of petrol is only 2% and yet we persist in using a high quality chemical like ethanol for this purpose. Countries the world over are turning away from biomass based ethanol fuel since it competes with food production and is neither sustainable nor economical. Whenever petroleum prices start climbing, a plethora of articles appear in the press regarding how ethanol from sweet sorghum or other source can be a solution to the crisis of fuel prices. But nobody gives a thought to the fact that for the last 50 years, this solution has been tried time and again all over the world without any success. There have been some programs in Brazil in which they are producing flexi uh, fuel cars where a car can run anywhere from 5% ethanol to almost 95% ethanol. 
but there the whole structure was, was designed in the early 1970s to use ethanol but in other places this is this setup is not available one of the main failures reasons for the failure was most of the crop was diverted to fodder purposes and this is we are talking about sweet sorghum sweet sorghum is an excellent fodder crop and when the farmers give high price for the as a fodder crop then they will divert it to fodder rather than giving to mills for producing alcohol due to perpetual shortage of good quality fodder factories could not offer a competitive price to the farmers of sweet sorghum grew sweet sorghum secondly the availability of good seed quality seeds is a bottleneck as none of the seed companies have entered large scale seed production of any of the sweet sorghum varieties and hybrids available and released in india similarly the biomass yields quoted in some reports of 72 to 80 tons per hectare per season are not realistic they these may be realized in some varieties for some seasons but they generally average to not more than 30 to 40 tons per hectare likewise the ethanol yields claimed to be as high as 40 to 50000 liters per hectare per season are not to and do not exceed 3 to 4000 liters per hectare per year for from two crops as per our institute's data secondly though sweet sorghum can be grown as a rain fed crop in assured rainfall zone the yields are much lower than those which are irrigated in fact economic analysis shows that without grain there is very little chance of making sweet sorghum economically viable this is the only way in which energy and food production will not compete as both can be produced simultaneously from the same piece of land thus we feel that the best use of sweet sorghum is either as a fodder crop for animals or as a syrup production for human consumption products from both therefore can be consumed by humans ethanol from it is too precious a chemical to be burnt in inefficient automobiles if ethanol must be produced its use should be as a chemical feedstock this prompted work on alternative uses of sweet sorghum juice and nari found converting into syrup to be an attractive solution we started the work on the sweet on the syrup and jaggery production from sweet sorghum in late 1980s and early 90s the consumer response to these products by marketing them in limited quantities was very positive and encouraging and the syrup produced from madura sweet sorghum hybrid is excellent in taste and color one can use it as a table for syrup in making biscuits and cakes in ayurvedic formulation and as health food there is a great demand for this syrup as health food and nari cannot supply enough of it besides a recent study has also found that it has one of the highest levels of antioxidants of any food product available the study showed that the quality of sweet sorghum syrup was comparable to that from sugarcane syrup it also revealed that sweet sorghum syrup is cheap to produce possesses positive physical and chemical attributes and has a therapeutic potential we also feel that small scale syrup making unit can be a good business activity for a small farmer however for it to become economically viable nari needs to mechanize the syrup production from the stock harvesting to syrup making presently it is a very labor intensive and requires a syrup maker 
with some experience, an entity that is usually not very easy to come by. Our institute is therefore looking at developing technology to mechanize the syrup production and capable engineers to do it. We are therefore looking for excellent engineers to help us work on this mechanization of syrup from sweet sorghum production and so that we can produce enough for sustainable delivery to the market. We also worked, we did a small experiment of producing paper from the sweet sorghum bagasse. So a local paper manufacturing firm, uh, unit uh, was uh, sent the bagasse and uh, they found that a good quality pulp paper could be produced. And we feel that the shortage of forest-based raw material and our unorganized recycling sector in India has uh, given yet another reason to utilize the crop residue optimally, in this case, the sweet sorghum bagasse. Alternatively, uh, besides the paper production, the bagasse along with leaves can also be used as a fodder to feed animals. So what is the future of sweet sorghum? Sweet sorghum, we feel, has an immense potential and it would be great if more people come forward to use it. Our experience of working with sweet sorghum crop for more than four decades has shown that better exploitation of this, of this promising crop will be possible with the development of the following mechanical whole stock harvester, leaf stripping unit which can be used before or after a stock harvest, fully automated system to produce syrup, improved extraction technology and fermentation methodology, and improved cultivars which are photo-insensitive, disease and insect resistant, stress tolerant, high yielding and new male cereal lines which are sweet and tall. Thus the total utilization of sorghum plant in a balanced production of food, feed and selected industrial products will become increasingly important in the developing countries if the above um, things are taken care of. A total utilization of all components of sorghum plant in the manufacturing and food industries will increase cash flow to the farmer and thereby constitute an incentive for them to increase their production.